What is up, Panther fans? Welcome back to the X Clown Show, your favorite Panthers podcast. I'm Stephen Sears, joined by Brian Emery and Chase Pletcher. How y'all boys doing today? Man, I'm good. Man, just watch the Hornets get a nice win. You know, it feels good. You know, that's rare nowadays. It's been a long time coming. Yep. <laughs> nice, nice Hornets win tonight. I'm I'm huge into like mid-major college basketball too. So all those conference <laughs> tournaments are getting rolling. So uh, the TV's good right now, especially when the Hornets play like they did tonight. And you know yeah. I'm a big Dustin Kearns fan. <laughs> yeah, you take the stairs, man. Yeah, anytime the Hornets can win with Lamelo, like not even playing ten minutes, I, I think it's a pretty good night. Um, but some Panthers talk tonight. We're going to get into some quarterback carousel stuff going into the offseason. We're going to look at some of the guys who we could possibly trade for and I guess sign through free agency. Um, before that, Chase, you got us with the trivia. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. You guys ready? Let's yeah. do it. All right. So, as you guys all know, the Panthers are terrible against the Steelers. You know, we're playing the Steelers coming up this season, so it just kind of got me thinking. In our in our franchise's history against the Steelers, we've beat them one time at home, meaning we've never won a road game in Pittsburgh. Give me one of the other two NFL franchises that the Panthers have never won a road game against. Just one of two. But if you get them both, if you want to guess both and you get them both, I will be beyond impressed if you guys can get them both. I love this question, but it's definitely going to require some thinking. Yeah, yeah really. give yourself some time. As you guys are thinking, I'll just, you know, talk, you know, just to kind of recap of some previous trivias. Last week, you know, Steve, he, he tossed us a softball. He wanted to make sure people didn't think we were complete idiots. getting <laughs> all the questions wrong. Um, yeah. But See, no, this one, I'm, I'm excited about this one. This is one of those things like – This is a like, pretty good question, Chase. Like the, like the 90s teams, like I have no clue like what those yearly – No, when, when I started thinking of the question, I was going through in my head trying to like recap, trying to remember where did we win in the past, you know, decade where I could recall every game instantly. And then before then, what logically could have, could have been um, – you know, I think one of the answers, I think it's, you know, probably if, if you narrowed it down to like three teams, it might be within a reasonable frame that you you could get it. But the second one, if either of you guesses it, it I mean, I don't know. I mean, I genuinely I might... have no idea. Yeah. Can you can you tell us, are they in the same are they in the same conference or you're not going to give us that? Oh, I'm definitely not giving you that. <laughs> I'm about to just, I feel like one's kind of like obvious, maybe not obvious, but like. Dude, if there's an obvious one, I sure don't have it. I mean, I I definitely don't know, but I feel like one. I, I like think I know which one you're. I think I know which one you're referring to, Steve. I don't even know what I'm referring to, so I don't know how you would know that. <laughs> 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 oh, see, I thought you were thinking of one, and you're like, oh, this thought is kind of obvious. Yes, one of them is like if if you if you hear one of them, you won't you won't think, oh, I can't believe that. But the other one, you will hear it, and you will think that, unless you know it. Man. Where have the Panthers never won? That's the question. I'm about to just throw you some random ass teams, quite honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> you, approaching that quickly myself. You you can send me two, but if you just at least get one, you'll get it right. We'll consider it a correct answer. One of mine is very out there, but I feel like I feel like one of the answers is gonna be that way. So mm-hmm. man. Oh man, dude. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like most teams that come to mind, I can think of when we won a road game there. So it's crazy yeah. to me that. Yeah, I keep typing one out and deleting it because I just know we won a game there. But I, <laughs> but I like I'm not certain. I've like, oh my god, I have no idea. Um. All right, for the sake of the pot, I'm gonna just send in two. Yep, random I'm guesses. Sending mine, I'm sending mine right now as well. I've got no okay. clue. Okay. All right. First, I'll address Brian's. So, Brian said the Bills, and Brian said the Packers. When I originally first thought of the question, these were two teams that I thought it was a possibility because I was going through in my head, and the yeah, only I got both wrong. Yes, the only. <laughs> The only NFC team I couldn't think of off the top of my head, when did we win there, was the Packers. But we won there in, like, the 90s. So, um, so that, you know, takes that out of the equation. And then, actually, we also won there in 2008 when Jake DeLome game-winning touchdown pass um, on a game-winning drive. But, so we have won in Green Bay, and we also won in Buffalo in 1997. But I think both of those were two good guesses because those weren't two away wins we've had in any recent memory. Yeah. So I thought they were good guesses. Steve, we Steve also was wrong on both of his. Um, not bad guesses. Um, I I thought both the two there, there was a chance, but we won in Baltimore in I believe two thousand six. I remember and, that win. Yes. Yeah, and in, in two thousand six we won in Baltimore and Oakland. I don't remember exactly what year. Looking back on it, but we had one there. You guys are going to be kicking yourselves when I tell you this first. Is the Jaguars one? No, we won there in 2015 to start off the undefeated year. Oh, oh nearly undefeated. Yeah. So one of them is the Denver Broncos. I honestly thought you guys were going to guess that because it's like we never beat the Broncos with Cam, so I thought you might be, oh, well, process of elimination. Yeah. I figured I, it I, was going to be one of those teams in like the AFC West or something. In the West, yep, yeah, out West. Absolutely. That's why I went with Oakland, but I wasn't wasn't sure. Because of all the teams in the AFC West, the only one we uh, have like one and away game against in recent memory is the Chargers. Yeah. Like the Chiefs and the Raiders and the Broncos. Well, the Broncos we never have, but the Chiefs and the Raiders, you have to go back to pre-camp, you know, long time yeah. ago. So that was one of them's Denver Broncos. The second one, notice when I said the Panthers have never won there. I never said the Panthers haven't not lost there. The second team, or the third team, other than the Steelers and Broncos, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. They they actually came into my mind. They really we, did. We are 0-1-1 in Cincinnati, and we will get a chance to finally get our first win there this upcoming season. Yeah, I don't see that happening, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, so was, that was the one that surprised me. That was a great question. Honestly, I don't even know how you... Yeah, that was that. fun. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I thought, I thought it was a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely stumped us up. Um, like if I'm looking from my perspective, I think I would have guessed the Broncos because we historically struggle. But I, there's no chance in hell I would have guessed the Bengals. No chance in hell. Yeah, that's fair. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so Panthers. Um, had a little bit of news this week with uh, what we got the combine coming in. But um, before that, we started re-signing some guys. Ian Thomas, most notably, got a nice multi-year extension. Kind of some 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 okay money for for a man like himself who hasn't really done a whole too lot. What do y'all think about that? 
<laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh, I okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I think we were all a little bit surprised when we saw first off that it was three years and it's definitely not an insignificant amount of money either. Mm-hmm. I do think NFL contracts can be so funky because like you see the total, but the guaranteed money is what's really important. So if I mean, and I, I'm not like some cap wizard or I don't know all the ins and outs of how these things work, but if his production doesn't see a significant increase, you know, they're, I don't think they'll be on the hook for all that money, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I, I could be wrong about that. I would hope. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was surprised. Like, I figured they would do something at the tight end spot this offseason. I'm still, you know, somewhat hopeful on Tommy Tremble too, but I knew it was a, just be a really good free agent tight end class. So I, I was a little bit surprised they paid this much money to Ian Thomas, who, you know, we hear every offseason, oh, he's balling out in training camp. It's going to be his big leap year. And we just, it hasn't happened yet. I don't think it will happen, to be personally honest. So I was definitely a bit surprised. And, you know, I, I can't say I'm a huge, like, supporter of that move myself. Yeah, I figured he kind of be one of those guys you sort of let test the market, and then you know if if it needs if need be, you can kind of bring him back in. It seems like um, Ben McAdoo had a big say in this decision, which is yeah. kind of surprising. I guess he kind of likes what Thomas could potentially bring to the table in terms of his he's uh, I guess he's been an okay pass blocker or run blocker, and they say he can get down the seams pretty well, and he's obviously a pretty like athletic guy. Like it's kind of the whole reason why we drafted him. It just hasn't sort of panned out. But um, I mean, a little much for me. But I mean, hopefully, you know, McAdoo is. Uh, do I say good as advertised? I don't really know if he's really even that, but <laughs> hopefully, he can bring something out of him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say I'm like irate about it. To me, it seems a little pointless because on if you just look at the numbers, the year by number, he's now the 16th highest paid tight end. Oh my god! And but like you said, they can, you know, you all that stuff with the contracts gets so manipulated. I mean, we see cap magic every year by Mickey Loomis. So I wouldn't necessarily say I'm irate about it, but yeah, I don't like you know. You mentioned it every year. They talk about, oh, he's going to take this big leap. He's going to play an important factor for us. Well, could have fooled me because I just, don't, I just don't see it. Um, you know, they talk about this importance of the tight end position. The one actually established tight end we had, they traded away for a guy that doesn't even want to play football. So I don't know. I mean, I hope it works out well. I of course hope it works out well. But like to me, I don't see how you're looking at him as the number one receiving option. Of course, you're, I would assume he's getting paid because they think he can block well. But Trimble's whole appeal is that he's a good blocking yeah, tight end. At, no, right. at, Notre, at Notre Dame, he wasn't even the pass-catching tight end. He was the blocking tight end. So, cool, we have two blocking tight ends, but I would like a pass-catching tight end. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll just have to see with that. There's still time for them. I mean, I guess if they're going to try to bring another tight end, they'll probably to beat to the draft i don't think i would be a big fan of allocating more more dollars to to that position um this all season especially after you drafted one last year but talking about that uh supposed corner who doesn't want to play football we have some uh cryptic gilly tweets who could directly that could directly uh affect that guy cj henderson he might be getting a little bit more playing time uh gilly might be on the way out what do y'all think yeah, I mean, I, I definitely don't think anyone would be surprised about that. Uh, and I, I think there's definitely a part of him that would like to come back, but 
when you look at the team situation in regards to the cap, and they've already invested so much at the cornerback spot. Uh, J.C. Horn, obviously, they're still super high on. C.J. Henderson, you still got to see what you have there. And, you know, I mean, get from Gilmore's perspective, he can probably get paid more money by another team and go to a team that's a better chance to be in contention. So unless he takes like a serious hometown discount, I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't expect him to come back anyways. And, you know, he still might, I mean, we don't know, but I don't expect him to be back next year. Yeah. I definitely think it's a long shot at, at this point, just for the reasons that you said, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really add up with our timeline. Although, I guess you could say that the staff is definitely in win now mode, even though most of us probably think there's no chance in hell. But I mean, the only chance we got of probably getting Gilly is his wife um, forcing him to take like a one year, <laughs> one year deal. Like, I'm tired of moving. I want to stay in Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, she already tweeted that he, she staying in Charlotte, but she don't know where he's going. So like, <laughs> hey, bro, bro, choose your battles, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, free agency starts in about two uh, two weeks from the day, actually. So definitely, you know, it will be interesting to see what his market is like. I'm sure there'll be teams who expect to be in playoff contention next year that, you know, would be probably feel pretty comfortable, you know, shelling out some decent cash for him. And I just don't see Carolina being in a spot to do that right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. So if, if we lose Gilly, what do you guys say about bringing Dante back? Is that a no? Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think if you know you're going to lose Gilly, I, I think you at least have to make some type of attempt to get Dante back. That doesn't mean it have to be a 10 out of 10 attempt where, hey, we're matching any offer that he could potentially get on the open market. We're just highballing him from the start, whatever. But I think, you know, you make a conscious effort, you know, that, hey, we're not going to overpay, but we would like to have him back. I'm extremely confident in Horn. I'm I'm 100% certain he can be. He will be like a CB1, and he will be a very good CB1. I have all the confidence in the world in him. And, um, and CJ Anderson, I don't really have much confidence at all. I hope he can turn into something, but I'm not really putting any eggs in that basket. So I think at least trying to get Dante back doesn't hurt. But then you got to consider who was the rookie that, you know, showed some flashes this year. What was his Keith name? Taylor. Keith yeah. Taylor. I mean, you know, so yeah. I, I think part of it's going to come down how do they evaluate? Do they thought Keith Taylor just happened to do well? Do they think he actually can be a piece moving forward? It's going to come down to things like that. Yeah, and we still have A.J. Bouye, right? So, I mean, that's four guys who could probably play at a pretty high level, I think. So I think even if you lose both of Gilly and Dante, like you're probably okay. Yeah. I at least think they'll put forth a little bit of effort with getting Dante, not only because of his play, but I mean, the fan, like not, not necessarily, I I think in general, maybe not the Twitter people, but I think fans (laughs) seem to like him and like, you know, just things like that. I think they'll put forth a little bit of effort, but it's not going to be number one priority type effort. Yeah. And I'm a, I mean, I'm probably a little bit higher on Dante than maybe even some others are. Like, I think he's definitely a solid player, and I do like the energy he plays with. You know, it'd be kind of nice to have that veteran presence in the locker room, but I think so much is going to depend on what his market is like. And again, you know, kind of like Gilmore to an extent, I think he'll have a good chance getting more money from someone that's not the Panthers. So unless he just, you know, loves being here and it's just set on coming back and, again, taking some sort of a discount – I, I just I don't think the Panthers can put a lot of money towards the cornerback position, considering what's already been invested there and what the salary cap space they're working with, anyways. 
Yeah, I agree with that. And I mean, let's just start segueing here into like these quarterbacks that we want to talk about uh, this episode. So we've got some candidates listed off here. Um, I'm just going to start reading some 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 words here. So we got four time MVP parentheses second most of all time Aaron Rodgers. Um, Chase, would you want to go ahead and give your your blurb on that so we can move on? <laughs> well, let's just put it like this. It's not going to happen, but he's obviously the best candidate on the market. 20, 28 teams in the league should be calling about him, but the Panthers obviously have nowhere near the assets. He's not going to want to come here. So, I mean, let's just put an axe in that, but I figured it was worth mentioning. Four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers. It's on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm sure they're, like, blowing up the Packers line and they just are not picking up at all. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. I'm sure Matt Rule's number is, like, blocked by now or something. But seriously, I think any team that's not, like, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Bills should at least would should at least do their due diligence and put in a call to, you know, test the waters. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Um, Deshaun Watson. Um, so here we have a guy who probably would be in terms of like where we are as a team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably would be like the sort of, from an athletic standpoint, at least the right. best case scenario as a quarterback in terms of where we are as a team and like where we think he could take us. Um, he hasn't played in a year, so who knows? Maybe he sucks now. I mean, I highly doubt that, but Still going to cost a pretty penny, even though he's got all his uh, nonsense going on. How would y'all feel about that? Would you do it? Would you stay away? Would you welcome him? So I've been I've been sitting on this for a while, and like for the record, I I was one last year when there were the first reports that Deshaun wanted out of Houston, and then like immediately, like there were NFL insiders reporting the Panthers are going to make a serious push. I I really I was all in. Oh, I yeah. was like, trade however many yeah, yeah. you need to. I was like, you know, any player they ask for on the roster, I was like, if you have the chance to get like a what he, what he was like 25 years old or whatever, quarterback who I thought after the 2020 season, I truly, I mean, he was my third ranked quarterback in the entire yeah, league. He's top five so, to me. Yeah. Same, same. After only Rodgers and Mahomes, I was like, you know, if you have the chance to get him, you do it. And, you you know, you build the rest of your roster through other means or whatever. But now, of course, all the off-the-field stuff has, has surfaced. And it's so hard to speculate on that. And, you know, I, I don't think we're going to dive too far into it. But considering the amount of allegations against him, I just – I see no way he's totally innocent. I think it's a terrible look to invest that much in a guy who – you know, could have, you know, all those problems and issues with himself. So, you know, I, I'm totally out now. I think it should it would just be a really, really bad look right now, especially when you factor in how the end of the Jerry Richardson era went down. So I'm all the way out now, regardless of how talented he is. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely 100% out, you know, like – and I mean, there's a lot of people in there out there that'll be disingenuous, like, oh, don't you think the timing's suspicious? Like, you know, and once again, I'm not going to get into all that. I am just 100% out. I think it'd be a really bad look to go after a guy that's going to have people accuse those things about him, people that are saying he did these things that he did. I just think it's a bad look to go out to, like, be so thirsty for a guy that did all that shit. 
You know what I mean? That's what's even worse yeah. about it. Is yeah. like we're out here thirsting, like Deshaun, please waive your no trade clause for us. Please, Deshaun. And he's saying no. No. When yeah. he could be facing prison time. And he's like, No, I still don't want to come home. Like <laughs> that. You, that that's such an awful look for us. Yeah. And I wish they would just stop. Like, it's just one of those things. You don't even have to go out and put a statement about it. Just no longer be in the talks. I don't want him. I think he should be untouchable. Well, like even like I think it was the Dolphins owner I think maybe even today literally said he's like that door is shut that's not gonna happen like Tepper just say that it's pretty it's pretty sad because we are literally the only team trying and we are getting shut down we're the only team that's openly a hundred percent everybody knows is trying like you got Miami who you just said and then Philly who's been the other team kind of linked to him who have like all the draft packs and could probably easily make a move for him and like even they're probably like nah we're straight but we're like on our knees begging in the middle of the season to trade for this guy. And he's like, nah, guys, I'm straight. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of embarrassing. Up. It's still coming up. <laughs> yeah. Definitely pretty sad. I'm with y'all. Like, I don't really want them. Um, so what, what would y'all, I don't know if we really want to dive like in all this, but like the whole, like, would you still be a fan of the team if they brought him in? Like, what would y'all think? If they were somehow able to do it, I don't even think we really have the like the assets to even pull something like this yeah. off. We don't. That, that's true. I mean, I just I would have a hard time just totally dropping the t- like. I mean, I, I would still. I don't know. It'd be a weird dynamic. Yeah, I mean, I don't think like that's really possible. Like we're like in way too deep. We have a podcast <laughs> about the team, right? Like, there's no way we could just be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm done. Like, I don't think that's possible. But it would definitely be like. I don't know. It would be weird. I'd be really frustrated, like, yeah. no doubt. It, it'd be a very weird situation, especially if something were to come about where, like, he beca- becomes extremely successful. Like, you know what I mean? Like, say he were magically to come here and, you know, they win the division, they win playoff games. You know, like, he just has decent success. It, it creates an extremely weird situation. And it's not something in sports that people haven't looked past before. I mean, look at the Steelers. People just love to pretend like – Big Ben is just, just some amazing human yeah. being, but like, um, so but but even then, I'm not once again, this is, I mean, it's it's a very similar situation, but even then, he was already on the team when it happened, so it's like people were already like invested in him, and so, so it's like, but to to go out of our way to get a guy who's so in deep, like, I, I don't know, I don't want to think about it, so I'll just say, I don't know, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so we're kind of out on Watson. Um, well, not even kind of. We are out on Watson. <laughs> uh, next guy on this list, Jimmy G. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I think, I mean, honestly, like, not that I want him. I don't, I don't want really anybody, quite honestly. But, like, if we were to trade for anyone, I think, like, I could probably talk myself into him the most because I think he would be the most reasonable tank commander for next season. Considering and, contract and all. I will say, doesn't he have one year left? Yeah, it's like one year. It's like not like horrible money. It's not Kirk money, I don't think. <laughs> so I think I could live with it. Like it's going to be, it's going to suck. And then it'll probably get everybody fired. But like, that's kind of what we want anyway. So and <laughs> I, I will, I will say this. Just, just hear me out. I, I almost think the Jimmy G slander's gone just a little far. Like I agree. I, mean, I, I he's, He's obviously got serious physical limitations. He misses throws down the field all the time. But, you know, we because we still see it every year. You can still do worse than, than Jimmy Garoppolo. I do oh, not yeah. think he's a franchise quarterback. He's a player I would have zero interest in extending. 
but I mean, if he can be had for like a fourth round pick or whatever, I think I think he'll fetch a, a day two pick. I, I would imagine, but you know, like I can at least see him. I mean, he's would obviously be an upgrade over Darnold, so. I don't know if you were able to say get him for like a future fourth round pick or something. And that's probably a low estimate in the offer. But, you know, I, I do think if McCaffrey were able to stay healthy and I do think DJ Moore would, would play at least better with a guy like that. Are they a playoff team that were close on? Um, I guess I don't, I don't know. Like I'll go. I'll predict this, though. I think. Out of all the names on this list, I think he this has the best chance of happening. Just a gut feeling. Don't know mm-hmm. why. Um, just kind of a prediction I'm making. I do agree, but and I, I kind of get what both of you are saying. Like one, the contract thing Steve mentioned with Brian, the slightly overhated thing. I I do think that not in the sense that I think he's good, but you also can't ignore like even though he doesn't seem like he does much. Like the 49ers, like have obviously struggled vastly like those two years where he was out most of the year. And then they magically are like in the conference championship game when he's there. I'm not saying I think he's the reason behind it, but like, I think at the very least, he's not like a bad starting quarterback. I just think he's a little, he's a below average. Oh yeah. I mean, he's, he's very comparable to Teddy Bridgewater, maybe a little bit better, maybe I, just I, a little bit better. I think he's, I think he executes like someone pointed this out. Like, I think he executes a game plan very well. I think he's a little bit better than Teddy. If I had to rank all the starting quarterbacks, he'd be in like the low twenties, I guess for me. Yeah, That's that sounds about right. Yeah, so he's, you say he's worth like what? Like 0.6 Kirk's. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think honestly, I think Jimmy G's like 0.85 Kirk's. Okay, that's not bad. Okay. He's close to Kirk, but he's not quite Kirk. One, and, and this would be like a, more of a pipe dream, but let's just say this is kind of the guy, the team circle that they want to try to bring in for next year. I have no idea why the Niners would do this. If you can maybe throw Darnold in that deal somewhere to save a little bit of the money there, like, I don't know, like maybe Kyle Shanahan, like. Maybe they're still a bit concerned about Trey Lance. I mean, I think he's an amazing prospect. And, and they won a slight competition. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> – I don't know why. But. Yeah, I, I don't foresee that happening one bit. I can't imagine anyone wanting anything to do with Sam Darnold, like with that fifth-year option they just picked up on him. But yeah, I don't know. If, if you could somehow work like an exchange like that out, it would be even easier for me to stomach, no doubt. I mean, it may not be like the worst swap considering they would still likely start Lance on his rookie deal. So you have oh, for sure. rookie for deal sure. Con, uh, quarterback with Darnold, who's got one year. Yeah, like one year left. left. And they already, got a, they already got the team built, so it's not like they really need to add too much. I mean, Darnold won't be a bad backup for Rodgers in San Francisco, though. So, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Never gonna drop it. <laughs> no, no, I will say that's my serious take is that the 49ers should just try to trade for Rodgers. They tried it last year, he wasn't available. He actually might be available this year. I don't care that you drafted Trey Lance. Like that would have been the easiest Super Bowl win of if you thought the yeah. Rams won the Super Bowl easily with Stafford. Imagine that Niners team this year just it, with Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Like, it would have been unreal. Like that would have been the easiest ring ever. So I mean anyway. they, they- yeah, they were up ten in LA in the fourth quarter. I mean, I mean, it, they easily could have made the Super Bowl. I mean, they, they, they probably won they that game, game in their hands. Yeah, they probably won that game with them. Honestly, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kirk Cousins up next. We talked about him last week. Um, yeah. uh, do we have to add anything else? Uh, there's we spend not much to add on Kirk I mean, Cousins. 
Yeah, I don't think there's any shot he's coming here or probably anywhere else. No, my, my take is still in a vacuum, awesome, but we don't live in a vacuum, so. Fair enough. Okay, Derek Carr. Um, what we got here? Probably very unlikely. Yeah, so uh, Josh McDaniels, obviously the new Raiders coach, he's come out, I think, multiple times and publicly supported Derek Carr, which really does make sense. Like, you know, Josh McDaniels has never needed, like, a super physically dynamic quarterback to run his offense. So I didn't feel like that was probably something to draw to the Raiders' job for him. He probably, at least in his head, thinks Derek Carr can do everything he needs a quarterback to do. So unless a team just comes in with a ridiculously high offer, they're like, we can't turn this down – I would be floored if Derek Carr gets moved this offseason. Yeah, I will say I was kind of surprised that he was even mentioned in like trade talks because yeah. I thought he played pretty well, especially by the I best mean, year of his career. I, I think yeah. it had less to do with him and more to do with people saying get him in a better situation. That's just how I kind of saw it personally. Yeah, it must be because I mean, all things considered, with that team, I mean, losing Gruden, the Henry Ruck situation, like he kind of held it down and they made the playoffs. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. why would you not want to continue with that? So, but yeah. Oh, I, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, super quick question: Would you trade the sixth overall pick for Carr if that offer was on the table? Would you do that? Yeah. No. I do. I'm so fifty fifty, man. Because Carr is the one, the guy on all these guys that you listed. This one will be. This would be the one I'm most pleased about because I think he's the best quarterback aside from Aaron and Deshaun. I think he's just young enough. I I don't know. I like. I don't know. I get I, it. I, I would say yes. I, I get it. I just think like I would rather take a shot at like a rookie like Malik Willis or something like that and yeah. see how it pans out. That's just where I stand with that. I get that too. I mean, the tough part about it is if we had all the cap space in the world, I'd even be more inclined to say yes. But that's the only thing that makes me hesitant. It's like we're strapped for cash already and we suck, which just should never mix. Yeah, so I mean, I, 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 I like Carr. Uh, you know, I, I would be tempted, you know, because really, because this is a weak draft at the top, especially, you know, like if it were a quarterback class similar to last year, I would still be, you know, pounding the drum to just, you know, bring a young guy in. But I think I would at least think about it. But I don't foresee that happening at all. He's going to be in Vegas next year, so yeah. really no point in kind of, you know, continuing to talk that out. Yeah, I mean, like Josh McDaniels, I mean, he's won a lot of Super Bowls as an offensive coordinator with, like, you know, an average quarterback. And so he probably feels he can do the same thing with Derek Carr <laughs> in Las Vegas. So, yeah, I just don't see why to get rid of the guy. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Chase, uh, all right. Um, dark Horse candidates. We got Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew jotted in. I, for one, would pass on that. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, the whole Minshew thing, I, I think I've tweeted this like a couple months ago. A guy like Minshew is the guy I would have been happy with last year, but I don't want a third straight year of like, hey, we're trying to sign slash trade for like a borderline level backup low-end starter and hope that they magically get better. You know what I mean? Like three yeah. straight years of that is just like, okay, do something different. Draft a damn rookie or get an actual veteran. That's not like borderline starter like teddy and sam yeah you're basically just repeating your mistakes when you if you venture into this territory yeah i i wholeheartedly agree uh mayfield especially again he's going to be in cleveland next year it sounds like um and you know i don't think any of us are too particularly high on him anyways um 
So I don't really see that happening. Um, you know, Minshew could probably be had for super, super cheap. The Eagles are going to go with Hurts again next year. So, I mean, he could probably be had for, I would say, like a fifth-round pick or so, which I still don't know if it's worth it or not. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, if it was a super, super low draft pick you gave for him, you know, I'd be like, okay, whatever. I don't think it changes the outlook of the team at all. It's just competition for Darnold, if anything. But uh, he is another guy that they say could be moved. And Scott Fitter, of course, says they want to be on every move. So I figured I'd at least throw his name on there. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, making a move like that for like a late pick, like I really wouldn't like hate too much. Uh, I know, Chase, I think we talked about your guy up in uh, Green Bay, Jordan Love. I mean, you you aren't for it, but like again, like if it was like a six or something, like mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't care all too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I wouldn't be mad. I mean, I like I I'm on like I literally like I don't think Jordan Love is good at all. But like you said, if 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 they're trying a six round pick, I can't get that mad regardless of who they they can trade a six round pick for Joe happens, Flacco. Yeah. I won't be mad. Think yeah. of the long snappers we can get in the sixth round, man. Let <laughs> me <laughs> bring that up. Yeah, oh my god. But yeah, no, I, I there's really no other dark horses that I'd say like, hey, you know, this would be cool that are even semi available. Like I'm just trying to gauge go through my head and try to think of anybody. No, I mean no, I I literally can't think of a one. So I mean yeah. it, Sorry, so so in terms of trade candidates, is is there really anyone we've missed? I mean, I think we're all I mean, obviously Rogers would be amazing. Even something like Derek Carr would be cool, but we would be stunned if the Panthers pulled off a trade for any player like that. Same goes to Russell Wilson. Like I'm not oh, yeah. high on him as others, but there there's no way I think he'd be happy with coming here right now. So Definitely. I we haven't really mentioned him and that's just I, I don't see that happening whatsoever either. Yeah. I also don't want that to happen. So <laughs> <laughs> um what about Shana just like see if we can like cover all grounds. I'm like looking at teams. Carson Wentz. That seems like a guy that Matt Stop. would love. God, yeah. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, I mean, we you got we gotta talk about this. Daniel Jones even. That was one. I mean, that was the other one I thought of. That hey, maybe, but I don't know, man. He, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Die, I'm not dying on any hills, but I will say, Daniel Jones. I don't think he's as bad as people think he is. I'm not. Dude, that, dude. Don't twist my words to saying I want him, but like, look how off. Look how much even worse the Giants got. So when Jake Fromm and Mike Glennon had to play. I'm not gonna lie. I got a newfound respect for Daniel Jones when I had to see those stat lines of Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm. Like, that team is I, I was like, you know what? Maybe Daniel Jones, even if he wasn't, he was only carrying them from like fourth place to third place in the division. He was carrying them to some extent. <laughs> Yeah, and, no. and that receiver core is dreadful. I don't know They're how terrible. you're a receiver core that bad in the day's NFL. So to answer your question, if I had to take a quarterback that is legit, legitimately has been thought of as bad the past couple of years to trade for, like if you put a gun to my head and told me I had to, I'd pick Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can honestly get behind that because I feel like I'm sort of the same way with you. Like, I don't think he's good by any measure, but like – I don't look at him and think like, oh man, that guy is dreadful like to watch. You know, like if, I, if I was into sports betting, I saw like Daniel Jones plus five thousand next year to make the Pro Bowl. Like I'm like, that's a decent value bet, you know. 
I bring him home, man. <laughs> All right, so that's most of the guys that are contracted. That's basically though. about it. Um, unless you want to get into like Kyler Murray territory, but I'm not sure what's going on with that right now. He's going to get a fat extension, and that's going to be that. He I definitely think. will. Yeah, fair enough. But as for free agents, free I agents. think there, I think there's a lot more like, ooh, I'm a little bit intrigued free agents than in the draft. Well, just. Well, just with free agents in general, you're, you're not having to give up draft capital. And this team yeah. already is lacking draft capital. So I think we're all so skeptical of getting like another future. Even if it's a day two pick. Those are so valuable. Like you need those picks. So I just off that alone, I agree. I mean, looking at some of these free agents, I I think some of them are definitely maybe as good as some of the names we just mentioned. Um, and, and, you know, when you consider that, you know, it's so much less of a risk involved and, in, in you know, signing a free agent, I think that alone, you know, is a reason I would prefer that route as well, I think. Yeah, I agree 100%. I would much rather, like, take one of these guys that we have jotted down on, like, a one-year prove it deal than trade a couple draft picks for Jimmy or whatever. But just kind of, like, I'm going to just read all of them off real quick, um, or at least like the three we've got. Um, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Mitchell Trubisky are the three we've got Jonathan. Probably going to be, what would you all say, like I guess the top free agent quarterback um, yeah. options this, this season? Pro- probably, unless yeah. I'm missing someone. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm looking at it, and I'm kind of wanting to, I get, you know, I don't know if it's a stand in me, but Cam. Yeah, are we, might, are, we, are we gonna go back over it again? It, it might just be the stand in you. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, look, you put Marcus Mariota on the list, right? And like the idea of like Marcus coming in and doing what we think he could possibly do would like literally be the same thing as Sonny Cam, who has been way better than he has been. So like, why not keep him around the building with I the just players can't that keep he watching knows? it, man? I yes, no, I agree, one hundred percent. Like. I think Jameis is def- <laughs> I think Jameis is one hundred percent better than Cam, though. Like right now. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I, I would agree with that. Just Jameis. The other two, I get the arguments. And this is another one of those things, like I think the Saints would be so dumb not yes. to bring back Jameis Winston. That'd be unless so dumb. Yeah, and unless he just gets a crazy offer from another team that they don't want to go toe to toe with, but I mean, I think we mentioned this in one of our episodes already. They're clearly a playoff team if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, oh, yeah. No doubt about it. So he has got familiarity. I mean, I, obviously new coach. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. But, you know, it was an in-house guy. So I, I would imagine he's going to uh, adopt a lot of, you know, Sean Payton's similar schematics on offense. So Winston has mm-hmm. familiarity there. You know, address that receiver room. And, you know, I, I think, I mean – could Winston be the best quarterback in the NFC South if he returns to the Saints next year? I think absolutely. Like, yeah, I think he sure. would be. I, don't, I mean, unless – never mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I'm for – I don't think I would want Trubisky, though. I think I'll, I'll, I'm good on that. Like, quarterback yeah. later, Trubisky and Darnold, like, that just seems kind of – <laughs> I think I've, I think Mitch like Mitch in his NFL career has been like very clearly better than Darnold, so it's like, but that doesn't mean I want Mitch now. But like it does kind of suck for Mitch. He like 
just never got another chance to start. Whereas Darnold just like it's just getting a million opportunities. Like Mitch has been way better. I mean, Mitch was the quarterback of a twelve and four team and like two eight and eight teams. You know, yeah. he's very clearly better than Darnold, but I don't want Mitch now. Like yeah. it's it's not enough of an upgrade. Well, and there there have been reports that basically like if Mitch wants to be a starting quarterback next year, he's probably gonna have a chance to do that. And I think apparently some stuff has surfaced about just how toxic the relationship with Matt Nagy was. Uh, again, do I see him going somewhere and just popping off? Not at all. But I mean, again, like he—he, he, I think he'd be a bit better than Sam Darnold. He's got—he's you know, he's got a decent arm, uh, decently athletic. So I mean, you know, again, if you bring him in on like a one-year prove-it deal, I don't—I don't think that's the end of the world. Like again, that's much better than trading a future second-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I could get behind that. I don't know. But all in all, like, this crop of class, this this class kind of just is very underwhelming. Like, I don't know if I even want them to make a move at quarterback. I'm kind of in, like, the, look, just let Sam ride out the 18 mil. Well, and, you know? and I, I mean, I feel like any real franchise, like, any with any like real ownership they'd go to matt matt rule and be like hey like you traded for this guy right you gave him the fifth year deal like it's it's a problem now like either win with this guy or you're out i mean yeah yeah i mean i i think that's how any real franchise would handle this right i think i think that's a very good point like matt we're not going to fire you after year two but we're not going to dig ourselves even deeper of a hole in future assets down the line to make up for this potential mistake he made. If Darnold shit don't work out in year three, you both will be off the books. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Any other? Because that's what I'm worried about with Matt Rule. Last thing I'll say is that's what I'm a little worried about with Matt Rule is he knows he needs to win now. The franchise isn't built to win now. And so I just really don't want us to keep kicking the can down the road like we're the fucking Los Angeles Rams. Hey, let's yeah. just kick the can down the road a couple of years because we're going to be competing for a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and I'm, I'm afraid I'm, that's what Matt Rule is going to try. I'm, def- yeah, I'm definitely worried he's just going to, you know, bankrupt his team on his way out the door. Like that's a very real fear that I have. So – yeah, I'm with y'all. Okay, any other quarterbacks before we move on and talk about Charlotte FC getting blown out in their first game? <laughs> hey, it was the closest blowout of all time, though. It was the closest, like, evenly fought blowout in soccer history. It really was. I mean, honestly, like, all three of their goals were pretty pretty janky, kind of cheap stuff, you know? Yeah, that shit was whack. I ain't gonna lie. Like, recap of the first half. Us, goal, disallowed. Then they get a pin off a handball. Then we don't receive a pin off a very similar handball. And then they get a deflected goal. You're down two at the half. Like that yeah. easily could have been 2-2, two, 1-1, two, one, one, zero, one, two, one. Yeah. I, I kind of want to like also like as we're talking about Charlotte FC, you, you are right. You are right, Chase. Like just some really tough breaks for the team, especially in the first half. I thought the handball was really harsh. Uh, I will say, you know, our goal, like, it was offsides. I could tell in the first replay, yeah. like, oh, shit, he was off. Are they going to do anything about that? To be totally honest, I had no clue the MLS had VAR now. Me either. I, I found that out the hard <laughs> way. But I did kind of – I had this thought earlier, and I was just thinking about instant replay and just the way it's changed how we watch sports. Like, 
and with soccer especially, I mean, sometimes now dudes won't even celebrate a goal because they got to wait and see a VAR. Like, it's just, I thought like VAR, for example, and just replay as a whole, I thought it would be used to only correct just the worst mistakes of all time. But mm. it's just, it's getting so like, like now if a dude's fingernail is off sides, a goal yeah. gets allowed. And I mean, I don't know where you draw that line. I really don't like I remember, I think this was like the NCAA basketball championship when it was Virginia and Texas Tech. I think it was this game. Just a wild game, close down the stretch. There was like a loose ball or like uh, the, the defender knocked the ball out. They go to replay. They spend like four minutes looking at it. They determine the defender knocked the ball out. But it like grazed the offensive player. Oh, I remember this. Finger on the way out of bounds. Like, okay, maybe it made contact with that player. But you go play pickup basketball in any gym in the world, and if a defender knocks ball out of bounds, it stays with the offense. Like, that's, I don't know. So it's just yeah. like these things have gotten so petty now, and it I, has I, to I be a experience. Yeah. Yeah. No. I um. Uh... Like, I was watching – I didn't know MLS had VAR. Like, I didn't even know the goal was being reviewed. Like, I was watching the game with Taylor, and when they just showed a replay of the goal, I was like – I was celebrating. I wasn't even listening to the announcers. I looked back. I'm like, oh, shit, that was offsides. That's funny. Yeah, that and was I the was, craziest part about it because we were dealing with, like, an injury in, like, the middle of it all. Yeah. So, I'll, like, they didn't show the whole VAR thing, and all of a sudden it was, like, no goal. Right. <laughs> I, I was about to in our group chat send – Damn, that was offsides. That's kind of funny. And as soon as I go to type it, they're like, no goal offsides. I'm like, what? <laughs> they can do that? Yeah, so definitely definitely some tough luck. Um, Saturday's probably not going to get any easier because the Galaxy are probably a considerably better team than D.C. United. Uh, hopefully, maybe like just the energy with it being the first home game should maybe kind of up their, you know, the way they play a little bit. Uh, they got the striker, Swiderski or whatever. He should go to play Saturday. So, yeah, it'll we'll it'll be interesting. Uh, LA just beat uh, New York, who won last year's championship. So they're they're riding pretty high, and we've got pretty much a sold out bank for a soccer game, which is yeah, kind I'm, of I'm amazing excited, to me. man. Like it's gonna be like seventy three degrees, like sunny. It's it's gonna be a fun day. I mean, I hope it's competitive and like. I had this thought too. I was like, I really, this is, this is getting petty, but I was like, I really hope the first goal at least comes in a crucial moment. Like when we got down 3-0 at DC, I was like, don't score like a goal in the 88th minute and have your first goal be when you're down three, like three zero anyways. I don't know. That's just a weird thing I kind of thought of, but it'd be nice. They could at least kind of grab an early goal to, you know, just get some energy going in the stadium. Yeah, that would be really nice. I agree with that. I'm excited though. Honestly, like, I had pretty low expectations um, last week going into it, but I mean, you know, granted, three zero loss or whatever. But like, they played honestly pretty well. They like, did. I thought they like they had pretty good energy. Defense kind of held it down a little bit, but I think obviously, you know, we talked about um, kind of lack of creativity up front. It definitely showed. But I think with Federsky coming back in to lead the front, and then if you kind of drop Ortiz down and the new guy that we signed, Rios, I think he seems like a pretty solid player. So, like, get more of those guys involved, and I think we could be in some business. I don't know. Yeah, 
I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to kind of watch and see how it unfolds. Uh, I thought uh, Fuchs was maybe the best player in the entire game. Yeah, he played really well, really well. It shouldn't be a huge surprise, but it's kind of been cool. Like, you know, like it's obviously like a retirement thing for him, but he seems pretty invested. And I, I think he definitely seems like a really good player to have in the locker room. Like he's kind of like making Charlotte a new home for himself so, so far. So that's kind of been pretty cool to see unfold. He looked pretty fucking good. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, he he was passing great. Like, you know, I mean, he had a lot of good like outlets. It seemed like. Yeah, I thought one of the more disappointing players I thought was was it McCoon? I think who I'm looking it up right now. Um, Chris, Christian McCoon, the center back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought. I thought he struggled a little bit, um, and I had pretty high hopes. But again, it's so he, early; like it's been one one freaking game. So he just kind of he looked like like a rookie, you know. Yeah, and like he is young. Like a, yeah, he's twenty one, so like that's not too surprising. But he definitely looked like it was maybe like one of his first few games, and yeah. mm-hmm. he's kind of getting his feet wet, little little uh, uncoordinated kind of, but. Yeah, yeah I, it was you know it's fine because I think putting him in between Fuchs and Corujo was a uh, you know probably a pretty good move because you don't really leave him exposed but like you kind of let because he's he's pretty athletic so like you kind of let him be rangy almost like a free safety kind of role I guess. Yeah, I was I, impressed uh, with uh, I was impressed with Bram Bronico. That's honestly. exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, man, he played hard, dude. Like. Like, I thought he was, you know, when they first added him, I was like, oh, this is a feel-good thing, you know, home, yeah. you know, homegrown guy. But he kind of had some, you know, whatever stints with some other teams. But, yeah, I thought I thought he played hard. I, I liked the presence in the midfield that he brought. He was kind of like a surprise. Like, I don't think fans expected him to be in the first 11. So it was kind of cool to see him, you know, get that chance. And I, I totally agree. Like, I thought he played a really solid game. So, yeah, I definitely thought Ruiz would get like the first nod, but he didn't even see the see the pitch. He so. did, and that was interesting. Yeah, so that's a little weird. They they for sure should try to okay first game of a reaction. They should for sure try to uh, permanently buy TT Ortiz. He looks like by far their most dangerous player. He's on loan right now, but I, I thought he obviously played really well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyone going to the big game? Chase? I'll be there. No, it's not my fault though. I, you know, the person I was supposed to like get the tickets, and they were just gonna have me Venmo them. Just waited way too long, I guess. So, <laughs> I will not, I will not be at the match, unfortunately. Hey, me and you both, Brian, hold it down for us. I'll do what I can, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can call it a pot there. Um, we'll be back next week, I think. Um, yeah. I got, I got a weird schedule, but we'll talk about it. Um. <laughs> Uh, but until then, that was the X Clown Show. Follow us on Twitter at the X Clown Show, um, and we'll catch y'all next week. Peace.